Welcome to the January 2023 episode of the Pre-Sale Pulse, a real estate show dedicated to everything happening in real estate across Metro Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. I'm Ryan DeLond and back by popular demand, another season as co-host, Oprah of Real Estate Talks. I like that. Susan's in the house. I'm not sure if it was actually by demand, but I'll take it. By demand. Let's go with it. Suze, many of us have been away or unplugged over the previous holiday break. What's been happening in the economy right now? What have we missed out? What are you going to get us up to speed on? Well, it's a new year, ride, but not necessarily a new agenda. We have another Bank of Canada interest rate announcement on the horizon, January 25th. In the most recent policy guidance meeting in December, the bank shifted its tone with Macklem stating that they're now evaluating whether or not further hikes will be necessary. Uh, so it's uh, it's definitely still the major topic of this year. And cue the champagne. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty significant though, right? It's a big shift considering just the aggressive stance that they've taken in the better part of last year, huge rate increases over the last 12 months. Now, at the same time, just a few weeks after the announcement, we saw some pretty explosive labor data here in Canada. The Canadian economy added over 100,000 jobs in December in a stunning blow to the 5,000 consensus forecast. That is scary stuff. Yeah, so recork that champagne <laughs> at a time when the economy is supposed to be slowing down. Uh, that's definitely eye-catching to say the least, regardless of how or why the forecast seemed to miss the mark so heavily. This recent data is fueling speculation that the Bank of Canada will actually bring at least another 25 basis point increase despite the cooler messaging. Yeah, that felt more like a stick of dynamite at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but even if the rate increases goes through SUS, that's a clear slowdown from the previous rate increases and likely to be one of the last in the cycle, fingers crossed. Now, recent months have been important components of the inflation basket coming down heavily, a promising sign for the year ahead. Yeah, fingers crossed indeed. Despite that, most analysts believe that inflation will not fully come down in 2023. And while we may have reached our peak in interest rates, we may stay at this peak probably for longer than many had originally hoped for. Now, the Eurozone and the UK are now in recession, and it's expected that the coming year will be a slower one in North America as well. Absolutely agree, Suze. And on a brighter note, uh, interest rates stabilize over the next year. It is likely that as the first industry to experience a downturn, the real estate sector will similarly be the first to rebound. So capping the year off, December saw a modest five pre-sale programs launch within Metro Vancouver's market, bringing just over 300 units to the market. A mix of townhome and wood frame product launched. Concrete product took a backseat as developers chose to hold and wait to launch closer to Lunar New Year. Thanks, Suze. And I think taking a quick look at same month absorptions, December's same month absorptions were high at 42%. Now, this is driven primarily by Sitka House, which advertised selling 80% of its product after launch in December. Important disclaimer, though, uh, that inventory released in the market was also very low. So not surprising to see such a significant rate. Programs blended around price per square foot, 1,050 to 1,075. The average unit size on Sitka was 550 square feet and about 15% below the typical market value of aggregates for that area. Yeah, it makes sense given rising debt costs that buyers are preferring smaller product with lower end prices. Yeah, and no big surprise there. Uh, now, Suze, I think let's dive into some annual stats. Yeah, now in total, we saw 76 pre-sale programs launch across Greater Vancouver Market and a total of 130 across Metro Vancouver. In total, just over 6,600 condominium units and 2,000 townhome units released in the Lower Mainland in 2022. Yeah, this is significantly down from the 12,000 units that launched in 2021. 
still makes a pretty strong year of pre-sale product entering the market. This is especially considering the timing of interest rates. Now, it's really important to remember that several months, it took several months for the market to respond to interest rates. And we really didn't see that shift acti in activity begin to happen until late April. Yeah, and again, on the positive note, looking at sales, overall absorptions of product released was about 53%. And this is actually a very good number. And as a reminder that even as overall activity continues to lag, the potential absorptions of programs that do launch can be strong. The depth of market is still shallow, but the self-regulation developers are doing to manage supply is helping the launch programs uh, to still have some success. And there's not a lot of uh, standing inventory in the stuff that's been released. Right, that's so true. And, and given the shifting market, developers are also making greater efforts right now to make sure that they meet early financing requirements by way of really sharp pricing, offering terms and incentives that we haven't seen very often in the last 18 months. Now, there is also an added effect of programs coming to market over the next few months, not facing as much competition, and that's a positive. Overall, even while headlines may focus on our shifting market, also prepare to see strong sales celebrations from pre-sale programs. Suze, so, let's shift our attention over to the resale market quickly. Yeah, now we closed our year with just under 1,300 resale transactions in the month of December, which was an approximately 20% decrease from the previous month. Now it's normal to see overall activity fall during December, which is typically the slowest time of the year. However, this is 37% below the 10-year average, and we have seen six consecutive months of sales transactions under 2,000, and this threshold does indicate a much slower market. Yeah, so true. Uh, we're not surprised either, right? Sub 13 transactions in the context of a 10-year average does speak to the significance of the market correction at play right now in the industry. The market continues to moderate and this will continue throughout the length of the current interest rate cycle. Uh, looking at 2022 as a whole now, we saw nearly 29,000 resales over the course of the year, Sue's. That's a pretty big number. Yeah, uh, so you know that number of transactions for the year, put this into perspective, we did just over 44,000 last year. So uh, it, uh, that is a quite a big difference. And in 2019, which was also a down year, we did just over 25,000 transactions. Uh, if we go back to 2008, for example, we did just over 24,000 transactions. So that gives you some perspective of, of how last year sort of fared in the grand scheme of things. Uh, these are good points. And it's just not quite as bad as what some really did expect. But you have to remember that these numbers were supported by the first quarter, which for the most part was on fire in almost every major market throughout Metro Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. Exactly. We saw over 4,000 transactions in the month of March. So it highlights just how quickly and slow the market got in the second half of the year. In terms of benchmark pricing, the latter half of the year more or less corrected the gains made in that first quarter. Overall, benchmark pricing in Greater Vancouver fell by approximately 3.3%, with single detached fairing, of course, the worst of product forms, condominiums remaining up 1.7% on the year. The single family market tends to be our leading indicator, and so far, it isn't signaling a change in the trend just yet. Now, Suze, as we look forward, I think that the biggest area to watch will be the inventory levels in the coming year. Right over uh, over 2022, we saw that while demand in the market pulled back due to elevated interest rates and uncertainty, so did sellers. Many sellers putting off the decision to sell, unwilling to play in a buyer's market after being in a seller's one for so long. I think that this is a big shift in mindset 
It's so why uh, prices have been so well protected throughout most of that. Yeah, you're right, Rai. As we move into the recession with job cuts and continued high interest rates, it will be interesting to watch how many sellers are forced into the market and how that affects inventory levels throughout the year because they've been sitting on the sidelines so far. As the supply increases and listings hang around in the market, we may see sellers adjusting prices down further in order to make the sale. Yeah, and I think that this is just going to be a critical factor in determining how much further of a correction we're going to see. Yeah, agreed. So thanks, Rai. I believe that sums up the real estate intelligence for this month. Be sure to subscribe to our channel and the Newswire, our daily email roundup of the latest real estate news. Our internal MLA advisory team is active in all major markets, providing actionable intelligence across Canada. So reach out to us using the links below. Oh, and just be certain to check out this month's trending topics across our social channels. We're going to be speaking with the mortgage experts, Scott Jingles, of Nest Mortgage looking at affordability in 2023. And Suze, you're a part of that discussion. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, lastly, MLA Advisory Team is putting the final touches on our MLA Intel 2023 report. This is a big one, a full 360 uh, review of 2022 and a forecast on the market trends and performance we're expecting for 2023. Stay tuned for that one. Thank you to our viewers for tuning into the Pre-Sale Pulse, and we'll see you next week.